The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony Corona. Every week here on ACB Media One, that's American Council of the Blind, Media One, and soon after on all your major podcast catchers. Each week, we'll dive into the news, human interest, and discussions about the issues surrounding all of us in and out of the American Council of the Blind community. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday Edition. I'm your host, Anthony Corona, as the bumper says. And this is another great... Ooh, hello. This is another great episode, and this is all about convention, convention, convention. With me today, as always, is executive producer, Bryn Lee. Hey, Bryn. Hey, how's it uh, How's it going this afternoon, Anthony? It's it's going. We've got some company. We have some... Uh, some uh, a pool party going on after Sunday edition is over. We're sort of celebrating Posh's retirement. For those of you who don't know, my partner's dog's name is Posh, and her last official working day was yesterday. So Ooh. we're having a pool party to celebrate that. And um, Gabriel's new puppy, which he'll be going to get tomorrow morning, um, and we'll be away for two weeks. So happy and sad all in one day. How's your week been? Uh, good. Um, I just went to, I, I had a packed day on Saturday. Uh, my, my girlfriend and I met early, early, early for breakfast on Saturday. And then we went to St. Paul Pride, which was a kind of a, a small fest. Um, but it was, it was fun. We got a bunch of souvenirs and I spun the big trivia wheel of LGBTQ plus questions. And I answered yeah. the question and I won myself a handy dandy post-it dispenser. Um, and then we went to a dance party thing last night. So um, thankfully, I'm in good form this morning. Uh, my roommate, however, is not. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you got an opportunity to chat up BPI a little bit. I sure did. Yes, I actually talked to several uh, booths and organizations about BPI because we're I'm on the prowl for like more content. So yeah, reached out to quite a few uh, booth vendors and asked if there was any contacts that we could uh, that we could get to talk on our show on Tuesday. Well, stick around for a minute. Let me introduce Diane, who is taking the hosting duties. Um, I want to send out a big shout out to Sheila. If you're listening, Sheila had an accident um, two weeks ago and has been rehabilitating. I know she's been up and walking, so that is something great that we can all clap for. Sheila, if you're listening, we love you and we miss you very much, but we're very happy to have Diane here taking care of the hands in Zoom. And Jane, were we able to connect to our clubhouse room? Anthony, I am here, so thank yes. you so much. Oh, hey. <laughs> Hi. How are you feeling, honey? You know, I'm not doing too bad. The pain is is you know it's it's hard to i'm walking with a walker and um i'm rehabbing well i'm following all of my instructions and i appreciate everybody's well wishes it's been wonderful 
You have so many prayers coming, you know, from all over the country, as does our wonderful Cindy, who we've all been praying for too. So, Jane Sue, will we able to connect to Clubhouse? Yes. All right. So welcome, 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 Clubhouse. Get those. If you've got some stuff that you want to talk about as far as convention is concerned, get those requests to speak in. Back to Bryn. Um, tell the folks what the Pride Connection coming this week is. So we've got we've got probably the best produced Pride Connection that we've ever done um, coming up. I, I'm really, really excited. Um, Tim and I have put in hours on this episode. Um, so Pride is coming, the Pride is usually in June. It's always in June. It's not usually in June, it's always in June. Um, and we thought we should do something really moving and um, something that will tug on the heartstrings this year. And you know, we have all of this anti-LGBTQ plus legislation uh, cropping up throughout the entire United States. Um, and um, especially in states like Florida, where they are passing bills like don't say gay. And so we have a collection, a chorus of voices throughout this episode, um, talking about how these legislations directly affect us. And then we also have some beautiful soundscapes in there as well. So some, some really moving music and um, sound clips of protests, you know, protests, um, and and uh, other sound effects to immerse you into the stories of these people, talking about how "Don't Say Gay" deeply affects them and their families. So, I hope that you will tune in on Tuesday night, this Tuesday night, at uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Central. No, so 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Uh, or you download the podcast from your favorite podcatcher by searching for ACB Pride Connection, uh, and you should be able to download it anytime after uh, 11 p.m. Eastern or 10 p.m. Central. Yes, and for those of you who don't know, Tim is Tim Cummings. Uh, Bryn is our executive producer of Pride Connection as well. Tim is our chief editor. Um, we've been building a team, so the Pride Connections going forward are going to be really professional sounding. We are so proud of this episode. Thank you. And if Tim, if you're listening, thank you all so much for the work. I'm, I'm so Yeah. And proud. I just want to give a quick shout out to our new, uh, our two new editors um, for our editing pool in Pride Connection. Uh, so Jessica and Stacy uh, have both committed to doing some editing for us. So thanks for taking some of the load off of our shoulders. And we're so happy to have you on our team. Well, speaking of Pride Month, let's highlight two more things. This Friday, BPI is holding a Pride cel- a virtual Pride celebration. Uh, it will be at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, we don't want to compete with visibilities, and we definitely don't want to overlap in karaoke. For those of you who are karaoke enthusiasts, it will be Friday night this week rather than Saturdays because Saturday is the big ACB auction. Um, so please stay tuned for that. The BPI Candidates Forum, which is in partnership, as uh, folks probably remember, with GDUI for many, many years, And um, last year we added MCAC to get questions from the committee standpoint. That will be on June 25th. It is a Sunday night. I believe, don't shoot me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's 8 p.m. Eastern. 
So look out for that on your schedules. Um, but I know Leah is here. She's going to walk us through some of the BPI Pride, uh, ugh, some of the BPI convention programming. But um, she's also doing something awesome on Wednesday to talk about Pride. So Leah, do you want to unmute and uh, say hello to the folks? Hey, Sunday edition fans. I hope everybody is well today. Um, I, I guess, Anthony, there's so much going on here because it is Pride Month and leading up to convention. Um, I'm very excited, first of all, about the Don't Say Gay Won't Make Us Go Away program that so much time and effort has been um, invested in from both Bryn and Tim and all the folks that uh, submitted testimonials um, to to the program. I, I'm incredibly anxious to hear it. Uh, hey, so I've done a little bit coordinating this whole episode, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, Anthony, that is it was it was Anthony, your uh, your idea, wasn't it? Now that I think about it, it was that little little uh, nugget that you had a thought of a, a few months ago that is going to realize yes that's correct that is yes that's correct anthony has also been instrumental in getting me and tim the (laughs) audio of certain people via email uh just kind of uh connecting all the train cars together to make sure it happens so yeah we appreciate you anthony oh thank you (laughs) god leah thanks to all of you who are who just made it run smoothly and seamlessly Um, and then, uh, Wednesday night, we have a special treat at a 7 PM Eastern, uh, for Pacific. Uh, I was asked by the, uh, New York chapter of ACB's diversity committee, um, to make a presentation about pride month and, um, so many of the different factors that go into why we celebrate pride, uh, some of the historical precedents involved and how a lot of the don't say gay proposed legislation and, and new laws are going to adversely impact pride. Um, I'll be making the presentation and um, New York, uh, New York of ACB's diversity committee is uh, facilitating it. So please tune in for that. Um, I I think that's going to be a really um, educational uh, episode for people that aren't really familiar with some of the history that is behind pride and why it's imperative and why we celebrate it. And of course, Anthony mentioned this Friday, this coming Friday's pride celebration. Despite all of the <laughs> all of the difficulties and kind of you know emotional weight of a lot of the legislation that's that's taking place, cel- uh, Pride is something to celebrate, and so Friday will be our day to uh, you know raise a few toasts and uh, be be happy and gay, so to speak, on Friday. And. and- you know what? Let me throw in because I forgot to mention it. Jason Cast Jason Castingway is putting together two live performances from himself, and I'm going to throw in a little live performance as well. So there'll be some music and some fun as well. 
it should be a very pride-filled evening. Yes. Uh, and of course, so now all of this Pride Month should get everybody ready for should get uh, everybody ready for BPI's events at the upcoming ACB convention, both virtually and in Schaumburg. Um, we have two virtual events uh, that will be coming up preceding the actual in-person um, event in Schaumburg. And the first one is on Thursday evening, which is, I'm sorry, which is on Friday, my, my bad, Friday, June 23rd. And that is going to be a presentation on uh, aging gracefully and sort of trying to uh, use various um, various types of pain pain reduction uh, to help with aging, such as Reiki um, and some some homeopathic um, practices. Uh, this was uh, really the brainchild of one of our wonderful members and allies, Miss Ruth Williams, and we have a lot of uh, GLBTQ care providers uh, who who will be speaking to us about. Um, you know, ways to release a lot of the pain of the past. And uh, it should be a really insightful and, and healing program. And then on Saturday mo- morning, June 24th, we have, um, thanks to uh, one of our board members, uh, Randy Reed is going to be presenting a panel conversation on all the different pronouns that we use. Um, and why they're important, um, what these identifiers mean. Um, and and it, it really should be, I, I think, a really unique and um, compelling panel presentation. So I really hope that, that those of you will check that out. Ryan uh, and I those... are on that panel together. So are you? Okay. BPI members. Yeah. Yep. We're I'll excited about too. it. That's I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I will I will absolutely be be listening to this. So those are our two uh, contributions to the uh, virtual convention. And then, of course, in Schaumburg, we have a lot going on. <laughs> um, our, our first uh, event in, in Schaumburg is a uh, Saturday afternoon presentation, uh, which is going to be July 1st. Uh, and that's going to be a uh, panel discussion that that Anthony and Tristan Snyder, uh, another one of our board members, are, are, are putting on. Uh, basically, uh, can you talk about that a little bit, Anthony? Because it's you know it's about history, and you know first they came the whole like, concept of first they came for, and and how that ends up being a real slippery slope. Yeah, so we're we're kind of thinking of it as an extension of our current or or soon to be Pride Connection episode, the Don't Say Gay, mm-hmm. um, and we're gonna take a look at the history of anti-LGBTQ legislation as well as you know sentiments and and propaganda used to divide 
you know, us, our community from, you know, the American community as a whole um, through, you know, gay marriage and and the triumphs that our community has had and how the pendulum seems to be swinging back. Um, it will be an audience participation session. So, you know, it's not, we're not just going to stay, you know, be up there rolling off facts. You know, we're going to talk about how these things have affected us in the past, you know, how the triumphs have made us, you know, stronger and, and build community together and how we feel about what's happening today. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a, a really, this is like, to me, this is a must attend presentation. We have a um, lot of allies who, who've already yeah. said, they're, you know, they've signed up, they're ready to, to share their thoughts as well. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to show up in that room is going to be packed. Um, <laughs> is this, this one, this one is definitely well, well, well worth the time. And, and involvement. Um, after that presentation, I hope people will stick around and stay in the room if you're there live in Schomburg, or that if you are listening virtually, you will uh, listen in because one of uh, BPI's traditions that has really flourished over the past couple of years is uh, Tristan Snyder's immersive 3D audio presentations. Um, there will be another one of these directly after the um you know after the first they came for panel discussion and we're very excited about that tristan's tristan's uh tapestry taking us to space under the ocean um we've been to a pride celebration so we have no idea where we're going this year but it will definitely be incredible yeah his sound tapestries are are always um just brilliant. The one I like the best was the uh, <laughs> riding in the the uh, in the um, self driving vehicle. That one that one was a lot of fun. Um, and then Sunday Sunday, if you are in Schaumburg, we are having our mixer from eight p.m. to ten p.m. and we really want to see you there. Um, it's so exciting because this will be our first you know, real chance to, to meet up and have a few drinks together and mingle really since, uh, since Rochester in 2019, we had to cancel our, our mixer last year. Cause there just weren't enough uh, people that signed up for it. Um, you know, this year, I think we're going to have just a, a wonderful time. I am excited to meet many of you in person. So uh, please, if you're still completing your registration packets, uh, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday evening, please come to our mixer. Uh, and then on Monday, um, we this year were asked to uh, collaborate with Friends in Art for the annual Friends in Art Showcase. Um, it, we're very excited about that. We see a, a really great show being put together. I know Peter Altschul and, and everybody at Friends and Art, Derek Lane, have been working really hard um, to put together a fantastic show. And I, it's my understanding, Anthony, that you will be hosting the showcase along with uh, Nancy Pendergrass. Is that correct? I, I don't think we've worked that out completely. I think it's oh, me, Nancy, okay. and Jason. Um, okay. We'll, we'll let folks know. 
closer to the All show. Right, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and then after that will be our BPI open mic night uh, from 10 p.m. until midnight. And uh, so if you want to bring your karaoke selections, if you want to uh, bring some poetry, maybe you want to do a little stand-up comedy, the open night mic is the right place to, to do that. And we're really looking forward to it. I need to break in here, or maybe Bryn wants to elaborate a little bit, but we're going to need, and I'm going to put some information out um, a little bit closer to, to convention, but we're going to need any tracks that you want to play sent to Bryn prior. So look for that information on all the lists. Yeah, there's, there's apparently not going to be any internet provided by the hotel uh, in that room, and there may or may not be good cellular coverage um in that room either and I, so i would hate um i would hate for us to not have uh any tracks because no internet so uh what we're going to ask people to do is either <clears throat> bring your track on your victor reader stream ipad ipod iphone and um, i'll try to bring all the adapters that i need so we could plug in your device and then i can hit play for you um or we're going to give out my email address uh, at some point and distribute that in all of the important places. And um, if you could just email me the YouTube link to your karaoke track or attach it to the email, um, that way I will have it all ready and uh, be good to go. I could download it ahead of time and just have it ready. Awesome, awesome, awesome. El Presidente, please continue. Okay, and one more informational event that we're going to present will be on Wednesday afternoon, July 5th, and that is our uh, Aging Over the Rainbow event. Um, we uh, featured uh, David Rosenberg, who's going to be our uh, guest, uh, on a Pride Connection earlier this year, and uh, it's he's a great speaker. He's going to make a, a wonderful presentation on um, the supports that one may need uh, as they grow older and they're part of the GLBTQ plus community. So some of the supports that would be helpful in, um, you know, uh, uh, in, in a uh, care facility or uh, maybe a senior living apartment, or even just as you're getting older, looking for um, assistance at senior centers. Um, you know, to, to be supportive of the GLBTQ plus community. Um, so that's, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what David has to say. I was absolutely, um, I was so impressed by the, uh, discussion that we had earlier this year. So I, I'm glad that, uh, he will, uh, be one of our presenters at convention now I, I I'm missing I'm missing something very important. Yeah, I know a lot of are. and Gabe will not let you have anything. <laughs> no, and I don't mention it. <laughs> I know a lot of you are thinking, what about the wine tastings? I can hear I can hear the thoughts rolling. So <laughs> have no fear. Gabe is actually here with us today to talk about the wine tastings that'll be offered this year. Thank you, Leah and Anthony. Um, so yes, folks, we have wine tastings this year. I'm very excited because we have been for the last few years since the pandemic started. So actually, I'm going to give you a little bit of background. The original idea when uh, 
we were supposed to have a convention in Schaumburg in 2020. We had established a partnership with Cooper's Hawk Winery. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. But since then, we have been uh, promoting and we have been talking about um, Cooper's Hawk Winery and all of our virtual wine presentations. Uh, unfortunately, uh, in um, Omaha, they were very excited to collaborate with us. But um, unfortunately, due to licensing situations in the uh, wine industry, they couldn't provide wines for um, Omaha. So now this year, we are uh, partnering up with them. I will still be conducting the tastings. Um, we're getting uh, all the wine from them. And we're partnering up with the hotel as well to provide the pairings. Uh, thank you, Janet, for all the support and collaboration with our tastings that have become such a staple in the ACB conventions. So, so far, we have three Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Unfortunately, Monday is sold out. So please hurry because Tuesday and Wednesday seem to be filling up really quickly. We have maxed it out at 20 um, just to be mindful of you know, giving everyone a good experience and also mindful of the hotel staff who will be pouring our tastings. So sign up. Um, please uh, hurry before uh, our Tuesday and Wednesday get uh, to a point where they're sold out. Um, we, yeah, unfortunately, we, we will not be able to to do door, um, pay at the door. No. If they're sold out they're sold out so please jump back to that registration page and get your i know some people hold out and say all right i'm gonna pick which day i'm gonna go to and pay at the door that's not really gonna be an option we have to order all the wines and the pairings in advance um and it, it you know with the cost of things this year we, we we can't order extra so please go and register for the wine tastings if you if that's something you look forward to Absolutely. So that's that's what's going on with wine tastings. We're very excited. Uh, you're going to get to sample a lot of Cooper's Hawk uh, gems in terms of wine, you know, as always. Um, since since uh, Cooper's Hawk is such a such a such a prolific winery, uh, they they collaborate with local uh, and um, and small uh, winemakers. Uh, they have a little bit of everything. So we decided to not go with an all white, all red. Uh, so this year, all the three tastings are going to have a little bit of everything, some sparkling, some rosé, some white, some red, and even some dessert wine. So please, please, please um, make sure you get into that Tuesday or Wednesday before they sell out. Um, that is all I have to say about wine tastings, but I would like to request a, a point of privilege or a point of whatever you want to call it, <laughs> Anthony, if that's okay. What you got? Okay. So first of all, I know Anthony gave a huge shout out to um, our very dear uh, Madam President from Florida Council of the Blind, who is in recovery mode. Uh, Sheila, you know how much we missed you in person at our 70th and just getting started FCB convention last weekend. I, as always, got the honor of... Um, co-hosting the awards banquet with Nancy Folsom from Tallahassee, Florida, who um, just uh, up until now served as the chair of the awards committee. 
And um, I, I want to say that I was so, so moved. And so, uh, I mean, we were in tears most of the, the time because um, one of my students was recognized with the first uh, advocacy scholarship instituted by Doug Hall in memory of Nancy Burgess Hall, his uh, late wife. Um, but uh, to our surprise, most importantly, the, uh, the uh, Anthony here, uh, your host of Sunday Edition was recognized not once, but twice. Once with a very prestigious uh, state award that we have here in Florida called the R. Henry P. Johnson. So those of you who met R. Henry P. Johnson know that uh, he was known for in a short period of time making the difference to better the lives of those of us who are blind and visually impaired in our community. And apparently some of the members of our chapter, the Miami Beach Council of the Blind, decided that Anthony, since he got here, got things going and running. And um, we've been making a lot of progress in the advocacy arena with paratransit, um, also with his efforts as, uh, you know, being having the honor of uh, succeeding Debbie Grubb as uh, chair of the Governmental Affairs Committee and getting all our uh, Capitol Hill visits. And then, folks, speaking of Capitol Hill visits, um, <laughs> he was honored with one of our very own Madam Presidential Awards. <laughs> so so I, I, I hope you will all join me in congratulating Anthony for um, for being uh, I mean, I, I feel that I brought Anthony to Florida or I pulled him or however you want to call it. And now he's become a full-fledged Floridian. And I, I cannot say enough. It, 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 it fills my heart to know how my own state, my own state affiliate, Florida Council of the Blind, has embraced Anthony as, as, as one of ours and has recognized everything that he's doing to uh, advocate for us and for our community so thank you sheila thank you anthony we're praying for you and sending you much love for a speedy recovery and um uh, lastly um i as you all know anthony said at the beginning of the show i am leaving tomorrow uh, my heart is split in between the excitement of meeting my second guide and uh, retiring my beloved posh who all of you have learned to love and <laughs> just it's impossible to not love posh so thank you for for allowing me these a uh, couple of minutes of a uh, point of privilege and uh and just wanted to to share that with with every listener of sunday edition so thanks anthony and thank you leah for allowing me to talk about wine tastings well gabriel thank you i i didn't know that was coming in <laughs> um yeah i god am i gonna miss you but um I also wanted to just shout out you. You spoke about it a few weeks ago here on Sunday edition, but I want to shout out and let our Spanish speaking members. Rem uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna talk about that right now. I just wanted oh, to, awesome. just to give a pause. And, uh, okay, I'll 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 say everything. Uh, and I have two more things to say, convention related, Schomburg related. May I say? Uh, I don't know if is Maria Kristich on the line because I don't want to overstep if she if she's here. Okay, I don't think Maria is here. Um, okay, so I'm gonna talk, uh, as Anthony was starting to say, um, thank you uh, to the leadership of the organization, uh, Dan, Deb, um, the staff of ACB, Nancy Kelly. Um, we are taking the next step forward in Spanish interpretation as much as we wanted 
to continue doing interpretation with our folks from the blind and visually impaired community. It has been very hard because they have their own commitments and they have their contracts. So uh, they will be listening, but we are um, gonna have a next step. So we're gonna have a full, full, full-fledged interpretation uh, Spanish. So please spread the word. Uh, we are doing that as well. Thank you, Decapta, for the collaboration and promoting our stuff. And we are going to be offering Spanish interpretation for opening session for all the general sessions, except for the breakout session on Sunday morning, uh, because that's going to be simultaneous. And then for the banquet. So all of that will be simultaneously interpreted into Spanish and then podcasted into into uh, into the feed as well. And then uh, I have an announcement as far as International Relations Committee. Uh, we have secured a collaboration with a very exciting person. His name, um, it's a very complicated name to say right now, but you'll, you'll see that it, after you get to learn it, it just rolls off your tongue. His name is Michael Suyatek, and he is the Chief of Accessibility for Avianca Airlines. Uh, he has been uh, the um, he has been working in the airline industry with um, Qatar Airlines and other major airlines, Singapore, um, and now he's uh, living here in Miami, and he's uh, the chief accessibility representative for Avianca Airlines. So he's going to be talking a lot of what we all face when we travel, especially on international travel, and the icing on the cake. He himself is blind. So um, we are going to be hearing from him. Um, I hope uh, I know Ray is here on the call. I hope Ray will attend because I'm sure he'll have the both of them are going to have a lot to 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 share. Uh, Michael, unfortunately, since our um, IRC luncheon is on uh, 4th of July, he will. He wanted to join us in person, but he's unable because of family commitments. So he'll be joining us via Zoom for IRC luncheon on July 4th. So please register for that and uh, and expect a great conversation with Michael Suyatek. He has uh, he has presented with IATA and FAA and all the major uh, airline industry organizations and agencies. So that's it for me. And I'll let you go on with the show. I know there's a lot more to be covered. And I know there's a lot of other affiliates and committees who are willing, who are excited to share their programming. So I'll shut up now. <laughs> I'm going to take the privilege before you go. There are, as I said about Sheila, I can also throw that out to you. There are so many people in our community that are praying and sending good energy for you and your new match. Um, your baby girl will be well taken care of. Um, I know. We have a guest here with us who uh, is going to keep me company for these two weeks. Thank you so, so much for that. Um, and your baby girl will be taken care of. I thank you. you. And I, I know. <laughs> love you too. And I and I thank all the prayers. We're very blessed. And uh, and oh my God, I'm going to get to meet, to meet Mika. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> you need to run because right. uh, some things are coming in for today's festivities. Yes. So go take care of those. Have a great show. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you're here in the Zoom room and you want to talk your convention stuff, get those hands up before we go to Peter, who's going to share a little bit more about the showcase and the rest of the stuff that Friends in Art and Employment Committee are doing um, in Schomburg. I do want to throw out there that BPI Sunday edition and um, the folks, the crafting folks 
are collaborating to put on accessible origami that will also be on Wednesday. It's going to be great. You'll go home with a project to do once you get home, as well as the project we're doing a butterfly rainbow in Schomburg. Um, there'll be some sighted volunteers who are going to help us to, you know, do our crafting. And um, like I said, she has done a fundraiser. Her name is Jade Alexander. She's absolutely amazing. And she's done a fundraiser so that she would be able to come to convention with enough supplies to send everybody home with one or two projects that they can do with their families or friends or whatever when they go home. So that is a collaboration between Sunday Edition, Blind Pride International, and um, the crafters. So we are so excited about that. All right, Leah, El Presidente, thank you so much. Did I did we did we leave anything else out for BPI? Yes, you did. Oh, what did we leave out? You left out a really important thing that you're also collaborating with Friends in Art about, which is the uh, Friends in Art breakfast on July 5th at 7 in the morning Central Time. And the reason that's important is the main speaker is going to be Jason Castingway. Uh, you know, everybody knows um, as a, uh, you know, it's just an amazingly talented musician and producer and singer and all that great stuff. He's going to be talking about, you know, I, I guess his life and, you know, I don't know what he's going to talk about, but I'm sure it'll be great. Um, so uh, sign up for that too. Uh, we, we'd like that room to be filled for, filled for that. And Jason is well worth listening to. So, um, you know, after, after you deal the showcase on the third, come and uh, to the breakfast and hear Jason speak. Absolutely. That's going to be great. All right, Peter. So we definitely know about the showcase. Any information that you want to throw out there now for folks, especially the fact that if they want to perform with the band, we really would need and, and pray that you give us, you know, the songs that you want to perform so that they, they can get used to it. But uh, Peter, take it away. Yeah, thank you. So um, uh, I the, the main reason I want to get on the show is to encourage people um, uh, to sign up for the in-person showcase as performers. Um, we have some, but we can we can use more. I know some people have already signed up, and for that, we're, we're grateful. But I know there is more talent out there, and we will have accompanists. We will have a house band who, who as as uh, Anthony said, will will um, will will back you up. But the more we know ahead of time, the better. So if you want to um, uh, have a band back you up. Um, if you tell us the title and the, um, you know, the artist of the song and, you know, ideally the key you want to sing it in, if you know that, that would be enormously helpful to us. And I am also grateful. Um, so uh, I should I should say this. So if anybody wants to um, sign up for the showcase to be a performer, please send us an email at showcase at friendsinart.org. Showcase at friendsinart.org and um, tell us what you're thinking about and we will uh, work work with you. Uh, I will not be attending the convention in Schaumburg, but Jason Castingway uh, is going to be sort of in charge of putting together the uh, in-person show along with Derek Lane and Michael Byington, uh, all experienced performers and uh, organizers. And so uh, I also need to thank Anthony uh, and the uh, Blind Pride for, for um, giving us the suite, um, which will probably come in handy at some capacity. I'm not quite sure how yet, but um, I am trusting that Jason and Anthony will work together to make all this work. And that um, that really was the main thing I wanted to say. You know, we, we're, we're looking for talent. And the sooner you can get us that information, preferably by June 27th, um, we, we can then begin to prepare. 
Um, there is also an audition slot, which is on Sunday, the 2nd, at between 4 and 5.15 p.m. Having said that, I know the way these, these, these things work. Many people can't audition during that slot. So let us know, you know what you're able or not able to do. And Jason and probably Anthony and other folks will work, will help help make this work. Um, but the house band is going to be great. We, we want to keep them busy. So the more uh, we can get people to um, to sing with them, it will be, I think, a really great experience for all involved. So, Anthony, that's really all I really wanted to say, except remember, uh, um, showcase at friendsinart.org. And uh, we'll work with you. All right. That is awesome. Um, is the Employment Committee putting anything on? Oh, yeah. There yeah. we go. We're, um, <laughs> Yeah, so um, we're we're doing two things virtually. One, we're um, we're headlining, and that's a presentation on artificial intelligence and other weirdnesses and how that's changing the hiring process. And uh, we have um, somebody who just went through the process and getting a new job, go, having to go through a number of changes that I had never heard of before. And then we have a person who runs a disability website helping people get jobs and how he's using artificial intelligence to match people with jobs. So that's going to be an interesting thing. That is on Saturday, the 23rd. No, I said that wrong. Saturday, the 24th at 1130 Central Time. Um, and then right afterwards, uh, Next Gen and Employee Committee is putting on a session called You Got the Job, Now What? And that has to do with, just as it sounds, we're having three people sort of talking about the challenges they've experienced in you know the first year on the job and how they work through them and or not work through them uh, and that should be a great panel and I also should mention that the students and and with our support the day before I can't remember when it is they're doing a session called having to do with making your resume more um, more hip as it were um, so um, there there are three really good sessions that are that that are taking place virtually um, and I hope you can attend all of them. Uh, I think I think they'll all be terrific. So that's what the employment committee is up to in 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 one minute or less. All right. Thank you so much, Peter. <clears throat> and thank you, Anthony, for all the support you're you're providing us. And um I, I know you you guys will, will have a fabulous time in Schaumburg. I'm just I sorry am, I won't be there. I am very much looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing and day. I know I know you're performing. Uh, I'm not I, sure what you're performing, but I know you're performing something. So I know you and Jason are working that. So that that'll be awesome. And yeah, I know something a little Broadway esque. <laughs> that's right, Broadway esque thing. And I know at least two other folks from Blind Pride are performing. So I'm delighted. We we are happy to have more. Absolutely, get those submissions in. Um, I do know that Jason and Derek are very you know willing to work with folks. If you don't know the key, you can sing a little. They'll try to figure it out. Most importantly, it's so that the band is familiar with the music. And you're right. able to actually perform, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, it, it should be a great event. And by the way, um, listen to the virtual showcase on the 24th at 7.30 Central. Uh, it's going to be terrific. Um, really, really interesting stuff on this year's show. And then there's a post-showcase um, after hours where folks can come in and uh, sort of reminisce about the show. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, do that as well. So I, I think I've said what I need to say. All right. Well, thank you so much. 
um, I, I am very, very excited about this week. It, it, it's going to be amazing. Although I will probably have a lot more gray hairs by the end of it. Um, I'm also sitting on a panel with Ron Brooks for transportation and all the BPI stuff. Um, but so, so looking forward to it. I know that I heard Ray come in. Ray definitely wants to speak on a few things convention. So Ray, you want to unmute and say hello to the folks? Sure, absolutely. Um, I did stick my hand up too, so you can lower that if you'd like. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, well, good afternoon. Thanks for giving me the opportunity, um, Anthony, to uh, speak. Um, the hat I'm wearing today, well, I'm going to put my ICB hat on first and just say how how much we're looking forward to everybody coming to Schaumburg uh, this year. We, we've had to wait three years to do it, and uh, we're just really looking forward to everybody coming. We're all excited about it. And we've been working really, our host committee's been working really, really hard to put together some good uh, programming. Um, we do have a welcome party on Friday evening, uh, June 30th uh, at 8 p.m. Central. So please, uh, if you haven't uh, already signed up, I know we're running up against a detective dinner. We knew that was going to happen, um, but, uh, you know, we're, um, we're definitely uh, um, doing that. Um, so, um, let me put on my ACB Lions hat though, and, uh, say that we have two events that we're doing, um, actually three. Um, so first on June 22nd, that Thursday at 4 PM will be our annual lessons in leadership, uh, panel. And this year, uh, thanks to the hard work of, uh, one of our members, Lion Mary Lee Turner, uh, we have uh, several leaders from our organization that uh, are going to share kind of their journeys uh, up into club Lions Club leadership. Sometimes that can be a little bit uh, of, a, of a tough thing for, for blind and visually impaired people to break into club leadership uh, in Lions Clubs. And so we're going to hear from several individuals who have uh, been able to um, to um, uh make that make that happen for them and hear their stories and some of the challenges that they had and how they overcame them. And then uh, right after that, at 5.30 is our annual business meeting. And I only mentioned that here. If there's any ACB Alliance members listening, uh, you'll want to be there for that. We have uh, elections this year for a uh, one-year term for vice president, uh, four directors, a tail twister, and a lion tamer. And we have three really important constitutional amendments that we need to uh, discuss and, and, and hope and, you know, take action on. So uh, that will be uh, coming up. So if you're an ACB Alliance member, uh, you know, plan to attend that. And then finally, in Schaumburg on July 1st at 1215 p.m. will be our annual reverse visit luncheon. And... Um, we started doing this a couple of years ago. What we used to do is we used to go and find a local Lions Club to actually go visit one of their meetings. But what we decided to start doing is we actually invite local uh, Lions to come in uh, and have lunch with us and, you know, talk about something. We're, we're finalizing our speakers, um, but what we're hoping to be able to do this year is to... Um, is to uh, celebrate and observe the 50th anniversary of the Lions of Illinois Foundation. And we're uh, pretty close to having that finalized to have someone come and talk to us about the foundation, how it got started, uh, some of the work that it does, and, and uh, 
and all of that. And so uh, that's going to be on Saturday the 1st at 12.15. We're also going to take a few minutes during that time to honor someone that I know was a very important part of things in Florida for you guys and also a huge part of ACB Alliance, and that's William Benjamin. Um, you know, he's an immediate past president, and so we're going to definitely take a few minutes to honor him um, and uh, all of that. So that's what ACB Lions has going on at the uh, annual convention this year. Um, we're all looking forward to it. Uh, many of us will be in Schaumburg, and uh, it's going to be uh, going to be great. So, uh, Anthony, thanks a lot for giving us the opportunity, and um, I'll turn it over to the next person. Thanks a lot. Well, stick around for a minute because I want you. There is a candidates forum this week that you're probably yeah. looking forward to, right? Well, I'm not looking forward to it, but <laughs> I'm, no, actually, I'm. Well, I'm also looking forward to the one on the 25th as well. I'm uh, really uh, looking forward to both of them. So yeah, June 14th. Uh, for those of you um, who may not know, I want to just put on my voting task force hat for a minute as well and say that we have, ACB has really done a lot of good work in the last few years to make sure that all members, even if you can't come to the convention, that you will have an opportunity to vote. And so in order to cast an informed vote, you need to know about the candidates. So this Wednesday, the uh, 14th at, um, eight, at 7 p.m. Central, um, <clears throat> the um, the uh, it will be the annual candidates forum put on by the board of publications and uh, all of the candidates running for offices in acb this year we're electing our officers uh, we're doing president first vice president second vice president secretary and treasurer um i happen to be a candidate for second vice president again this year um we will um they will all have an opportunity to uh, answer questions uh, from to talk to you and answer questions. It's a really good opportunity to learn who the candidates are. Um, I also should mention that uh, this as Deb announced this earlier this week. There may be, we don't know for sure, but there may be an opening or two on the Board of Publications um, that gets uh, created. And uh, I know that, um, I don't know who, but I have heard that there are a couple of potential candidates. If that opening does happen, if, if an opening does uh, occur, uh, and then that would be done from the floor. That's how that would happen. Um, we're going to invite any potential candidates that want to run for that slot to uh, come and speak at part of the candidates forum as well. So that's coming up on Wednesday night. Looking forward to that. And um and that, as well as I mentioned, the uh, uh, event on the 25th with uh, BPI, GDUI, and Multicultural Affairs Committee. So, yeah. I, I have to stop using acronyms because it has it has been pointed out that the newer members of our community sometimes don't know what the acronyms are, like BPI is Blind Pride International, MCAC is Multicultural Affairs Committee. But that is a perfect segue. Um, you jumped, you, you know, this was not planned, folks, but you jumped <laughs> um, right into what I wanted to ask you before you left. If anybody doesn't want to run from the floor, Ray, could you just talk a couple of minutes, you know, just give us a couple of um, your pointers on if somebody is thinking about one of those officer positions or if one of those were to publication. Okay. Uh, 
coping. Oh, sure. Sure. No problem. Okay. No problem at all. Well, so, so let me kind of talk about the whole process. So for the officer positions, um, the, what, what will happen is that on the 19th, uh, when the, the, the convention is going to be called to order at 7 p.m. Central on June 19th, we're going to read and adopt the standing rules. And then after that, at 8 p.m., is going to be the nominating committee meeting. So by now, each affiliate should have um, selected someone to represent them at the nominating committee. Uh, be at that meeting on time because the door is locked and uh, you, can't, you can't get in. I think the only exception will be if there's, uh, uh, if somebody has a, it's because it's virtual, there could be internet gremlins or something like that. Uh, so I think they do, they are making some provisions that if something like that happens, you get kicked out to let you back in. But, um, so that's happening at eight o'clock on Monday night. So what they'll do is they'll put forward, they'll vote and put forward a slate of candidates, but we, we can have other candidates. So if you want to run for any of the officer positions from the floor, you, you need to, um, it's, it's too late to get to the candidates forum right now. Uh, because you you had to have put a candidate page up on the ACB website. However, um, you can ask someone to nominate you from the floor, and and uh, then you would also you'd want to have a couple of speakers to second that nomination. Um, you know, so what we'll do is we'll start out. I believe it's on Monday, uh, July third. We will start going through the election process, and so. When the office comes up for nomination, uh, you would, uh, if you want to run for that office, you'd have whoever you've asked to nominate you from the floor. Uh, then that can be done virtually uh, or uh, in person in Schaumburg. We're going to be hybrid for those. So um, that's the officer position. So you know anybody can run for those uh, from the floor as well as uh, beyond the nominating committee slate. Um, if for the two, for the potential opening on the board of publications, uh, if, if that does happen, if we do have an opening that pops up, that will be handled from the floor exclusively. So if you think that you might want to get on the board of publications and you know, there could be, you know, we do know there could be a potential opening, um, because of, you know, the, how, however, the, and, and the reason an opening would occur is that uh, whoever is elected president of ACB, you know, is going to have it has a decision to make. They have to appoint a chair and an additional member to the board of publications. And our current BOP chair, board of publications chair, Katie Frederick, has indicated that she does not want to continue in that role um, for various reasons. And so uh, the new president is going to need to appoint a, a chair and then one member of the board of publications. So the reason an opening might occur is that the president might choose to appoint someone who is currently serving on the board of publications to one or both of those roles. So in a way, we could actually have two openings. But um, so so then what once that if that happens, then we have to fill a one year term on the board of publications. And so um, that would be done strictly from the floor. Uh, so if you think that that is something you'd like to do, uh, get uh, might want to let um, let uh, let Katie Frederick um, 
from the Board of Publications uh, as chair know that you're interested um, in uh, being part of that. And uh, we can get you on the uh, forum for for Wednesday night. Um, uh, so I'm, uh, so I'm being I'm being told from the other room I'm wrong about that. Who do, who do we let know? Oh, the deadline was yesterday for the forum. I'm sorry about that. I uh, my uh, my uh, secretary in the other room is uh, <laughs> correcting me there. Uh, so, um, but no. Uh, so then the uh, so that so that but that those openings, if they happen, would be taken strictly from the floor. And so you, we would take nominations. You could have seconding speakers, and then we will vote for those uh, using the uh, voting. Um, so, so Anthony, if you want, I'll just talk quickly about the voting in case to refresh everyone's memory. So for things like elections and constitution and bylaws uh, amendments, we have to do a record vote. And that's two parts. And you've uh, you know, everybody who has voted the last couple of years will know how this works. Um, there will be a time, I think it's like one to six each day, uh, if we have a contested election. Uh, that you will be able to go, you'll get your voting code um, from uh, Vote Now, and uh, you'll go on there and you'll cast your, your ballot. You can do it by telephone, you can do it by uh, computer or smartphone. Uh, there's a link in the email that will come out. If you don't have email access, uh, you've been sent a letter to tell you to request a voting code, and then that will be sent to you in your format of, uh, of choice. Uh, of need. And so um, basically, um, then the other part of the record vote is the affiliate roll call, which will take place. So let's say on Monday the 3rd, we have a contested election for some position. The next morning, the 4th, we will do the affiliate roll call. So each affiliate will have a, has a certain number of votes and they'll, they'll, They'll have each affiliate will have a procedure for their members to let the somebody let their delegates know how they would like to vote, and uh, then the affiliate will cast their votes accordingly, and um, uh, so that will be that's how that all will work. So I hope that uh, clarifies some things. Um, two weeks ago, we had constitution amendments voting. So if you want a refresher on that, you can go to acbmedia.org, click on podcast, click on Sunday edition. And um, it's titled Constitution Voting. You can just listen to that episode and get a refresher as well. Ray, thank you so much for wearing all your various hats. Um, yeah, my head's getting my head's getting heavy here. <laughs> so, are you looking forward to that? Um, the airline presentation from IRC. Um, I didn't. I, I, yeah. Well, as somebody who works for an airline, I'm kind of interested to hear what uh, this 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 person this this person has to say and what. Uh, what uh, we get, uh, we we can learn. So uh, definitely looking forward to. I'm going to definitely try to put that on my schedule of things to uh, to attend. Uh, but if I don't get a chance to attend it uh, live, I will certainly. Uh, I think I'm doing some stuff with multicultural affairs Wednesday afternoon. But um, I'll definitely pick up the podcast of it because it definitely is definitely one I want to hear. So. Awesome. And I'm looking forward to toasting with you at the welcome. Amen. Party. Amen. Okay. Absolutely. In Schomburg, my friends. Okay. Um, uh, Anthony. Yes, ma'am. This is, this is Diane, the host. Uh, um, okay. So we're at two o'clock. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've hosted. It's a, yes, it's a two hour. 
Okay, I, I realize it's a two hour. Um, we have like seven people with their hands raised. So when, how do you handle that? Well, if you let me run my show, I was getting to the next okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, okay. And I also want to check in with Jane and see if we have anybody looking to speak in clubhouses. Okay. Right, Jane, so if you can just let um, let us know between, um, between hands, if you have anybody there in clubhouse, that would be great. All right, Diane, who is up next? Okay, the first um, hand is Lynn Corral. All right, Lynn, welcome back to Sunday Edition. Hello, Anthony. I'm here to promote our collaboration with MCAC and Cheryl Cummings for the anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism um, program at 1 o'clock Central Time on June 22nd. Can you all hear me? We can. Yes. Okay. And that is on anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism. And we'll have three speakers, not me, uh, but, you know, I'll be there. Um, it's going to be uh, led by Trent Spolstra, who works for the Anti-Defamation League in um, Illinois, you know, near the Chicago area, Emily White and Emily Briskman. And it's going to be, uh, as I said, about anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism. It's going to be the usual hour and 15 minutes. And I'm looking for uh, a lot of uh, people to be there. We want, did it virtually because we figure we'll have more people in the virtual context than in the uh, convention. And then I wanted to point to um, our Jewish service, which is going to be very different this year. Instead of having somebody from the outside uh, do a Jewish service on Friday, June 30th at 6 p.m. Central Time in Schaumburg, it's going to be an actual um, the, a rabbi who is blind. He has been attending my group for a very long time now. And he's uh, inviting participation from us. So we're going to be singing. We're going to be uh, doing some of the prayers. And he's farmed it out to a couple of us to do them. And it's going to be a great event. And we're a little concerned that not many people will come to that. So please come and enjoy that from 6 to 7 p.m. on June 30th. And then we're going to the Holocaust Museum the next day. So I really am sorry I'm going to miss the first they came for because, of course, that was by uh, Rabbi Nemo, uh, not Rabbi, Reverend Niemöller in yes. the 1940s. Uh, they first came for the trade unionists, and gay people and, you know, Jews and all that kind of, and, dis and people with disabilities. So thank you so much, um, Anthony, for allowing me to speak today. Thank you so much for being here, Lynn. Diane, who's up next? Becky Dunkerson. Ah, uh, welcome back to Sunday Edition, Becky. I'm guessing you're going to be talking a little bit about diabetics in action. Well, hey, Anthony, it is Becky Dunkerson, and you are right. <laughs> um, I did bring friend with me, um, who is also on our committee. Um, I think she's still here, Patricia yes, Maddox. Patricia, I'm here. Um, so we're going to kind of tag team and let you know what ACB does. Awesome, awesome. So um, first of all, Anthony, thank you for giving us the opportunity to share this information um, and, and let people know what we're doing and, and um, you know, that we're here and everything. So first thing that um, we have coming up is on um, Thursday, June 22nd at um, 10 a.m. Central Time, we will be having um, some endocrinologists coming. Um, they're all from the Ohio area and they will be coming to share about, um, sorry, I'm trying to read my notes here. 
will be coming to share about practices and latest um, changes and recommendations and kind of giving us updates on things in the diabetic world that um, would be beneficial for uh, those that are um, needing updates on that. Um, and then the next item that we have is July 2nd, which is Sunday at 5.30 to 6.45, we will be having an ACB Diabetics in Action mixer. Ooh. I'm kind of excited about this because I have not met any of the members or people in Diabetics in Action and actually quite a few members in ACB. So I'm excited to actually come um, and be part of this. Um, it is $25 and your ticket will include a free drink from the cash bar. Um, so, you know, make sure to sign up for that so we can make sure we have plenty of food to have um, on hand for everybody. Um, and like I said, that's from 5.30 to 6.15 or 6.45 on Sunday, July 2nd. And then I'll let Patricia talk about the first part of our next program. Okay, yeah, the, our next programming will be on um, July the 5th. And I just want to kind of um, start out with, if you're kind of tuning out and saying, well, let's see, I don't have diabetes, I think I'll check my email or whatever right now, be advised that uh, nearly half of the adult population in the United States is touched by either having diabetes or having prediabetes. Unfortunately, a very large number of people don't know that. So between whether it's you or your family members or your friends, um, there's lots of diabetes out there. And um, unfortunately, it's in epidemic proportions and it's really, really increasing. Um, it's one of the few medical conditions where the patient is almost entirely in charge of managing the disease by simply what they do in terms of behaviors day in and day out. Of course, we need our doctors to advise us, but it's not the kind of thing where you take a pill and in between doctor's appointments, you kind of forget about it. So um, our first speaker on July the 5th, which will start at 1 p.m. Central Time, um, is one that um, actually I put together because I found this gentleman to be so helpful. He's going to speak on demystifying Medicare. Um, when it was time for me to approach towards Medicare, I knew I needed to do a lot of planning, but uh, I found out that, boy, was I right? I even needed to do more planning than I thought because there are so many different options. You don't just go on Medicare. There's not just really one choice. There are hundreds of choices and they are very much um, based on like what county you live in. So let's say you've got a relative, you know, in another state and they say, oh, you ought to try this plan. It's really, really great. You know, it's not going to be the exact same plan that's available in your area. So um, this gentleman um, does classes on regular basis, actually lives in the community where I do, which is Vancouver, Washington. And um, he's part of an organization called Medicare Help Now. And what they do is they can sit down with those of us um, on Medicare or looking at going on Medicare, and they do not charge for their services. They go through all what your options are based on what county that you live in and help you kind of decide what's right for your medical conditions, for the medications you take, and the doctors you want to see. 
And um, it, it really needs to be an individual decision, but sorting it out is just overwhelming. And the way these people actually get paid is um, like if you buy, a, say, a United United Healthcare, Medicare Advantage plan, uh, these companies actually pay these advisors. And so you don't, you don't end up paying any more for your insurance. And very frequently, Medicare um, Advantage plans are actually zero co-payments. So they always try and help you search out those. So um, is the spirit yeah. of that program sort of like putting together a, you know, what questions should you be asking or what what is the spirit of that program? Right, right. It's like all the different things that you need to think about and then learning about Medicare. There's, as you may know, there's part A, there's part B, there's part C, there's part D, there's uh, advantage plans, there's supplements. You know, most people don't know what all that is. And you really do need to understand that. So it's very much educational um, in learning what those things are so that, you know, when you do sit down and try and figure it out, um, if you don't have the background of how you're comparing one plan with another, if you don't understand all those things, um, you know, you can't make a proper decision. So, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay. And then right after that, so that'll be one o'clock to 2.15, 2.30, um, we have two different organizations that offer wonderful um, free and kind of online and on demand, as well as live educational information for people with diabetes. Because like I said, um, people with diabetes and their families really need to be educated in order to take care of the disease. One is called Taking Control of Your Diabetes. And um, they're going to be kind of doing it in tandem. So there'll be two speakers. The other organization is Diabetes. Uh, I'm sorry. Why is my mind going blank? Uh, Diatribe. So it's, uh, it's tcoyd.org and diatribe.org. And they also offer uh, free educational information. Uh, the field of diabetes is just... Oh just moving at lightning speed. I mean, every month there's something new that has been approved by FDA to help treat diabetes better. And so uh, I found that these websites and these educational uh, programs that they offer really help keep me up to date. I'm actually a retired diabetes educator. And since retirement, it's really hard to keep up with all the changes. So um, they're going to be speaking on what their organizations have to offer in terms of all their free education, as well as each of them are going to pay, uh, play one of their podcasts um, that, again, are educational. So that's um, that's the next section on um, on the fifth um, at two thirty in the afternoon. The last section, which will be at three forty five. Oh, no. Becky's going to talk about that one. OK, Becky, take it from there. <laughs> Well, I was just going to let you go if you wanted to. So no, you go ahead. The last session that we have is going to be right after the two that Patricia talked about. Um, and it's four to five fifteen. And what it is, is um, we found that it's very powerful for um, people with diabetes or family members such as myself um, to have a feeling of I'm not alone and I can do this. Um, and so our last session we put together is a panel of four of our members who will come and share their stories and their journey. And um, each one of them has a different perspective. Each one is, there's a couple of type ones, there's a couple of type twos. And and so it, it, it's gonna be a interesting, um, for me, it's going to be an interesting session because, um, like I said, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's gone a different road. 
um, and it, it will surely touch somebody in some way. Um, so that kind of, in a nutshell, wraps up what we have there. One other thing that I would like to do is, um, I know that everybody's aware of the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Yeah. And as captain of our ACB diabetic sugar warriors, I, yeah, the sugar warriors, I'd like to, you know, pull a plug, basically put a, a big shout out to everyone um, because there's some teams that have, um, uh, there's a team I was just talking to yesterday, first time they've ever done it and they've already raised a hundred dollars. And so, you know, they're like, yeah. how are we doing? And I'm like, you know, for a first time team, that's excellent. Um, they're like, well, we don't compare to you guys, but you know, we, we've got, um, we've got some good people on our team that are, um, into this grassroots funding or fundraising where, um, it, 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 it every little bit helps. It doesn't have to be the $5,000 donation or the 1000. We've got a lot of people that are 20, 25, 30, you know, small donations that are adding up. And yes, we are, we are um, knocking it out of the park. We have a great president that's been pushing for a lot of it. So, um, but I just want to mainly um, put the, the, the call out there that no matter what team you're on, it's important to support not only ACB, but you're supporting your own affiliate because half of whatever you raise comes back to your affiliate. And I think that's just a um, awesome thing that ACB has put together and um, Brenda um, Dillon uh, team has put together for all of us to be able to take part in. So I wanted to kind of give a shout out for Brenda Dillon program as well. Thank you for that. Um, yes, please support your affiliate if they have a team. It is a great way to raise money for both our parent organization and our local affiliate, you know, and our special interest or state affiliates. Um, <clears throat> Becky, I am going to take a point of privilege as show, show host. And um, I am looking forward to meeting this year's class of JP Morgan Chase leaders and um, the DKM first timers. And you and I were classmates together. And because of life circumstances, you weren't able to attend in Omaha. But um, anybody who hears Becky uh, along the convention, please uh, give her a shout out and a congratulations um, while we are in Schaumburg. Are you looking forward to finally getting to sit in a general session in person? <laughs> I am. I am. I'm, you know, it, it's, I did attend 2018 as a DKM first timer. So those of you that applied for first timer or leadership and may not have gotten the opportunity this year, I say apply again. Um, I applied for DKM a couple of times. Um, and, and I have to admit the first time I applied, I had no idea what I was doing. I just did it because, oh, I want to go to, I want to go to convention. And I think that's the, the myth that most of us have is, oh, it's a way to get to convention. It's a way to meet people. Um, but it's also a way to plug yourself in, become a leader, get, you know, get your ground, uh, feet on the ground and, and, and learn more about ACB. And that's what I'm looking forward to is meeting people like you, Ray Campbell, um, you know, just a lot of the 
people on the board, but not just them, but members. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, we're going to go over a couple days early so we can scope out the hotel and know where we're going. And, and um, I know there's some people coming in early, so it, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to meet you for the first time in person. I, I feel like we a hug. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be fun. All right. Well, Becky and Patricia, thank you so much. Um, I can't wait to get our first hug in Becky. And I'm really looking forward to the Medicare. Um, me personally, I, I have some family members and um, that I could really use some information for. So thank you for putting that on. All right. Moving along, Diane, who do we have next? Mary Carla Hayes. Oh, hi. Welcome back. Hi, can you hear me? We can. Welcome back. Okay, I'm going to wear two hats, if you don't mind, today, because I am both the um, program coordinators for both Ivy and AABT. So I'm going to take them, if, if, if that's what you want me to do. Should I just do them both and then shut up and go away? Well, not go away, but, you know, mute so that other people can. Can I do that, Anthony? Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again at the convention. It was so nice to be able to shake your hand last time. You know, I mean, because I have a lot of respect for you. Anyhow, I'm going to take them alphabetically. So, you know, I'm not showing favorites. I like both organizations, of course. And uh, AABT stands for the American Association of Blind Teachers. And nobody has spoken about this, but there are registration fees for organizations and you're not registering, you know, for the, that's not dues, but if people are registering for the convention, paying these fees really does help affiliates to, to cover their expenses, you know, to recoup all their expenses for things. And um, so the, A, the um, AABT registration fees are $10 if you pre-register and 12 on site. So we do try to incent people to register um, previous to the convention. Now, on Thursday, June the 22nd, from 5.30 to 6.45, uh, virtually, of course, we're going to have our business meeting. And this is for members only. And a Zoom link will be sent to all members. And we have some important things to decide. Officers and and um, board of directors elections will take place. So we hope that those of you that are in AABT will participate in that. Then on Saturday, I am really excited. We're having our annual breakfast Saturday, July the 1st from mm -hmm. Um, 7.30 to 9 a.m. Central Time. And those of you that can't come, we can't Zoom you the food, but we can Zoom you the program. And again, the registration is $30 for the breakfast pre-reg and $33 on-site. And our breakfast topic excites me because I'm a terrible um, uh, um, radio junkie and a very serious DXer. And so um, we're going to, and this, this has some extra appeal because they had to cancel the, the, um, the tour to the, the, um, the, the history, you know, to the um, broadcast communications museum because the museum is moving. And so they canceled our tour the following Wednesday. But at roughly 8.15, we're going to have a hybrid session. It's going to be broadcasting past, present, and future. Our speaker is going to be Andrea Darlis, 
and she's from, uh, you know, she's on the, the board and she's from the University of, of Illinois and also um, on the board of the uh, Broadcast um, Museum. Um, and so she's going to be speaking to us about broadcasting. And I, I'm just so excited about that, especially since we can't go to the museum. Then on Monday, July the 3rd at 1 to um, uh, 2.30, we're going to have a session entitled, What's New at Hadley? And you're going to come and learn about all the ways that Hadley can help and all the ways they've changed. They've gone from being a correspondence course to going to having workshops and um, various um, different new ways that they can help people become independent, you know, people if they've lost their visions and um, new, new ways to do things, new Braille curriculum. And they've created a lot of um, personalized learning opportunities that you're going to learn about that will empower you to thrive at home and at work and in your community. And I really like our speaker. He's Mark Arneson. He's the director of community from Hadley um, School or from Hadley in Winnetka, Illinois. And he's, he's, he's a really great speaker. He was on Tech Talks a few weeks ago. Then on Tuesday, we are going to um, we are going to combine with um, uh, we're going to um, co-sponsor with Lua and BRL, and um, um, for and it's going to be a session um, that's going to be a visit with Jason um, Yasner from um, he's the deputy deputy directory of the National Library Service, and that's going to be at one o'clock. And then on July the 5th, we're not really um, sponsoring this tour, but we are recommending that everybody, it's sort of our field trip. I always say we try to co-sponsor a field trip every year. <laughs> we're going to um, recommend that people attend the Horizons for the Blind Tour. Yes. Because, oh, it's, it's just going to be great. And you're going to get to see their online store and everything. And um, so that's what our offerings are for the teachers. Before I go on to Ivy, I'm changing my hat in case you wonder what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I'm a fascinator so, now? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking off my dunce cap from being sent to the principal's office. And I'm putting on my entrepreneurial hat, which uh, also has carpenters, pants and tools and things like that. So it took me a minute to make that change. But before I go into Ivy, do you have any questions, Anthony, about the teachers? Um, all I, no, I have a comment, though. Uh, Mark is a great speaker, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Yes, he really is. It's yeah. exciting. Anybody, anybody else on the panel have any questions or anything that you need me to talk about there? And um, and 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 by the way, there's not going to be any food fights at the at the breakfast. The principal. Will be All right, caller. We do have some more hands, so let's go on into okay. Ivy. Okay, sure, I will do Thanks. that. I understand. <laughs> so now Ivy. Okay, Ivy is not poison Ivy, but it's the independent visually impaired entrepreneurs. Okay. <laughs> And our pre-registration fees um, is 10 and our on-site is 12 for the same reasons I mentioned for the teachers. And we're going to have our business meeting on Friday, July the 23rd, or I'm sorry, um, June the 23rd from 530 to 645. And it's for members only. And again, we'll be sending a Zoom link and we're going to have all kinds of decisions to make. And then when we get to Schaumburg, 
on July the 21st, we're going to join with um, from 9 p.m. to midnight on July the 1st, we're going to join. Um, we were invited to attend with RSVA, the mixer, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Pre-reg 20, on-site 25. Then on Tuesday, July the 4th, we're inviting you to celebrate Independence Day with the independent visually impaired entrepreneurs because we have a lot of things planned. At 12.15, we are going to have our luncheon and program. And uh, the luncheon cost is $40 pre-reg, $43 on site. And then um, should you want to um, participate in the program, which is afterwards, it will be hybrid. It's going to start at one o'clock. And the first First part of it is going to be um, um, learning about IRS accessibility, serv accessibility services, how to get accessible tax forms and IRS publications in your format of choice. Our speaker is going to be King uh, or Kim um, Carmichael, who's the senior um, um, distribution analyst from IRS. Then part two of our program is going to be called Link Up with the All-New APHH Career Link and Inform, Empower, Impact. And we're going to hear about the, the newest offerings from Career Link, including employment connections and conversations, their transition hub, and the all-new Job Seekers Toolkit, and resources for entrepreneurs, all that good stuff. And we're going to have another great speaker, and it's Richard Ruida, who's the Digital Content Manager from APH Career Connect. Then, anybody like to go shopping? From 2.30 to 5.15, we have Ivy, we have our annual Ivy Business Expo, where blind and visually impaired entrepreneurs and business owners will showcase their products and services and answer your questions. Browsing and shopping is free. Well, shopping's not free if you spend money at the booths, so we would like you to do that, of course. But shopping and browsing or browsing is free. But if you would like to have a booth. The um, cost is $10 for a booth for Ivy members and $25 for non-members with the option of putting 15 of that 25 towards the cost of Ivy annual dues. You don't sign up for this on the pre-registration form. Instead, you sign up, you can pay for your booth and sign up and even pay your dues by going to our um, to Ivy's website, which is ivy-acb.org, or contact Ivy President Artis Bazin. Um, so yeah. hope that you will be present for that and um, that you will take advantage of the expo. We want to get as many booths as possible because we haven't had as many booths in the last yeah. few years. So any questions, comments, or anything like that? Because that's about it that I have to say. Well, I'm going to say thank you so very much for making the point about the registration fees as, as program chair for BPI. Um, it is definitely challenging to work a budget, um, especially, you know, with inflation over the last few years and try to figure out what everything's going to cost and how much, you know, those those registration fees really do help out um, the affiliates. So when you're clicking your registration, if you haven't done so, Please support the affiliates that you care about. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Mary Caller Hayes. Okay, and shall I shall I unmute or mute or does the host or should I mute or does the host do that? <laughs> Either or. Okay, I'll just do. Diane, who is up next? How okay. many do we have, by the way? Next, we have Denise Coley. 
And how many hands do we have, Diane? Um, we have three. All right, cool. We should be able to get everybody in. All right, Denise, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here today to talk about the Braille Revival League. <clears throat> and um, our first event is, excuse my voice too. I'm, um, our first event is our annual business meeting, which will be June the 21st at 2 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Central time. And it's for all of our Braille Revival League members. We will be sending out the Zoom link for that. And we do have, we will be electing um, our board members and um, talking about some other business too. Um, in Schomburg, our first events, our first two events are events that we co-sponsor every year with the uh, Library Users of America. And the first one is on uh, when Monday, excuse me, on Monday, the 3rd of July at 1 p.m. from 1 p.m. to 2.15 is our up close and personal with our talking book narrator. And this year, uh, the narrator that is going to be with us is Jake Williams. And so that's always a very fun event. Um, we have lots of people who ask lots of questions. So um, come and find out all about Jake and his life. On Tuesday the 4th, um, and actually I have to correct the time because um, the next event that we sponsor with uh, Library Users of America is um, our meeting with the NLS director. And it's actually at 2.30, not 1 p.m. It's at 2.30, we will be meeting with NLS deputy director, uh, Jason Yasner, uh, to um, talk about um, everything NLS oriented. Um, Wednesday is kind of our, our, we're calling it our Braille day because at 7 a.m. is our very well attended um, Braille Revival League breakfast. Yeah. Um, we hope if you haven't signed up yet that you do so. Um, our guest is going to be um, our ACB international guest, the president of the blind, uh, of the uh, World Blind Union, um, Martine Ava Williams, and she's going to be talking to us about what's going on with, with uh, the World Blind Union and a little more about Braille in that area. On Wednesday, afternoon um, we will have two sessions our first session is at 1 p.m central time we will be hearing from david bradburn who's vice president of global sales at humanware he's going to be coming to tell us all about the monarch which is a new and exciting electronic device for showing graphics he's going to give us information about its availability what it's expected to do um, and this is a joint project that, a that uh, Humanware has done with um, APH, and we're hoping that somebody from APH will be able to be there too, but David assures me that he can tell us all about it and how <clears throat> this device could be made to produce graphics and um, Braille uh, primarily for use in the educational environment. And then at 2... 30. Um, our second session is going to be uh, 
with Orbit Research, um, we'll have them talking about three productions from Orbit Research. First is the graffiti, which is a device that allows for graphics to be shown and also allows for different colors to be shown uh, through uh, font height in a multi-line graphic display. That's going to be very interesting. Um, they also have two different multi-line braille displays that are under development, which we're going to learn more about. And thirdly, we are looking forward to hearing about these projects and um, uh, the two models of the Orbit Speak, which are likely to be available in the fall. So we invite you all to come to our events. Unfortunately, our Wednesday afternoon events, uh, we had some difficulty uh, so, uh, securing our presenters. And by the time we were able to do that, we were no longer able to get a hybrid room. So these will be in person only, but of course will be recorded um, and made into podcasts for later. But I really, really wanna invite everybody who is there, who is interested, in these devices to come and be a part of our presentations. So thank you very much. Well, stay with me for a minute. I wanna take a point of privilege. Um, and on behalf of all of the membership, thank you for all of the hard work you do as our secretary. I can't imagine having to put together those many, those minutes. <laughs> I <laughs> did it you. for GPI for four years and yeah. um, Lord, I can't imagine how you do it. Um, and I These just people like to talk a lot <laughs> on the board. Yes. Um, but I wanted to throw a quick little teaser for my Sunday edition um, audience. Um, the narrator Z Sands, but um, most screen readers pronounce it X E Sands. Um, I'm doing a pre-recording next week um, of her uh, recording a children's book uh, for a live Sunday edition in August. We'll play that recording and then we'll speak with um, Z for the you know the remaining time. Uh, should be about 20 minutes of of her and the editor. Uh, audio editor and and going back and forth and how a book is actually recorded. So that is going to be a great oh, Sunday edition. So fun. Fun. Yeah. I hope you come back to that. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you very much. I look forward to my hug in Schomburg too. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll get it. I might even come have some wine. <laughs> All right. All right, Diane, who's up next? Okay, next we have, actually we have, I, I think I said, I think I said three before. It looks like we have All right, uh, Karen Campbell is next. Oh, welcome, Karen. Oh, thank you. I will try to be quick about this. Um, I am speaking for the <clears throat> Sight and Sound Impaired or SASE committee. Um, we have programmed most of our stuff is virtual. Uh, one o'clock on June 23rd, we will be having a session on aging well into dual sensory loss. This is for people who might might have a vision loss and um, are in their older years acquiring a hearing loss or the other way around. But we are going to hear from Janine Alman Goodman, who is the uh, older adult specialist at the Helen Keller National Center in uh, 
she's out of Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. They do have some people who are virtual, and yes, that can be done. Um, then at 2.30, uh, we were going to have a, pro on the 23rd, we are going to have a program. You've all heard about uh, the recent FDA rules on over-the-counter hearing aids. Yes. Well, we are going to have a program on that. Uh, Carol Hamer, who's an audiologist for the Helen Keller National Center, and Carl Richardson, who is my co-chair and a consumer and ADA coordinator for the state of Massachusetts. Uh, he has done a lot of research and will present some of his information as well. Megan Conway will facilitate the first session. Lori Sharp will facilitate the second session. Uh, these are sponsored with a co-sponsored with AAVL Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. And then on Sunday, July 2nd, we will be having um, our annual social at 8 p.m. Uh, $15 pre-reg, and I forget, I think we kept it the same both ways. I don't remember offhand. Um, it's either 15 for both or 15 and 20, I forget which. Um, but no, that will be happening from 8 to 10. Uh, people can... People who uh, have a combined vision and hearing loss, it's a chance for them to get together in person uh, and discuss challenges and that in a relaxed environment. Awesome. And that is all of our programs. And I thank you. All right. Bryn, do you want to say hi to Karen? Bryn might be multitasking. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, and, and thank you to Bryn, who's going to be coming on board, helping with the uh, ALDs this year. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was kind of pushing towards. All right, thank you, Karen. Diane, who's up next? Uh, let's see. Liz Bodner. Hi, Liz. Jane T. Hello, everyone. I am speaking uh, for several different things actually right now. Um, and so I will, and one of the hats that Ray actually forgot to mention is that he is on a panel that the Pedestrian Environmental Access Committee or PEAK for short is doing uh, on Sunday, on Sunday morning of July 1st. Also consult your the program and all those things for times and dates and such because I will forget things. Also, the convention email list, if you are not subscribed to that list, if you want bite-sized information related to a certain affiliate, please, I would encourage anyone to definitely sign up there. But if, if you're not signed up there, you can also go and look at the public archives. If you go to uh, lists that, no, uh, crap, I'm, I'm literally blanking on the website uh, right now. But if um, um, there's, if there's a, a list, a website where you can get the information uh, for the ACB convention list, it breaks the lists into different links and subscribe or go there. I really, like two seconds ago, I had the thing in my head. Um, <laughs> but all right, so that's, uh, Ray will be speaking to us with other people as well as panelists on accessible pedestrian signals. Uh, and that's a, that's the, the our peak committee presentation on, on Sunday, the first. 
Um, uh, uh, the second hat I will have be putting on now is the uh, NL NLS hat. And um, on Tuesday, the 4th, NLS will be having two presentations, one on e-readers and any questions anyone might have about any of the either the, of the Braille e-readers. Um, and the second presentation that afternoon, they're both in the afternoon, is on all things Bard Mobile on a smartphone app. So anything and everything that you may be wondering about uh, with Bard Mobile on a smartphone app. And I, we might we might get into other things. I don't know. Um, but come and find out. Also, those two presentations are not hybrid, but they will be podcasted. And thank you to anyone and everyone who will help make that happen. Um, <laughs> and uh, Guide Dog Users is also having a presentation. I want to just bring up or many presentations. I just want to bring up one presentation related to Gabriel and good luck. I've been there multiple times. You will be fine. Uh, be patient with and gentle with yourself and you'll be okay. Um, in terms of the transition and everything, but there is uh, a um, a blessing of the guide dog that will be taking place. I'm literally blanking on the date. It might be the fourth. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, but your convention program knows everything. Um, <laughs> so consult that. Uh, but uh, the deadline to submit for uh, and the information of, for that, uh, if you go to the guide dog users website, guidedogusersinc.org. Um, it's either up there and or you can find links there to contact anyone about that, how to get information to submit a retired guide's name or a guide who has passed on, uh, who has crossed the Rainbow Bridge and they can get uh, mentioned in a blessing that will be uh, in person, but also podcasted um, as well. And then the last thing I will mention, and um, Anthony, you kind of, you kind of played right into this in terms of me mentioning it with budgets and everything being hard to kind of figure out and everything. If any of anyone has any questions about financial or budget related things, this is a potentially, well, not so shameless, but it's a, it's a shameless plug to visit the Penny Forward booth in the exhibit hall. And we can help with any answering of any questions or anything like that. We are exhibiting this year. Um, and so I'm, and I'm involved in all the things that I mentioned in some capacity and more. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and vote, please vote. Program too. <laughs> vote, please vote, and help your delegates uh, know how to cast their votes as well. Uh, your affiliate votes. Um, I, I'm a delegate, so anyway, I just, um, all the things. Just have fun and enjoy. And thank you, Anthony, and everyone, Bryn, and and all everyone who's made this possible for those of us to come and plug our things. Um, thank you. Awesome. You know what? Uh, point of privilege, you have been nominated for a member at the mic. So I have got to get in touch with you offline. So look uh -oh. for me. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, yeah. Sure. I'm happy to help. Awesome. 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 Um, you know what? I'm going to take a point of privilege as well. Sunday edition loves introducing new tech to folks. And a couple of months ago, we were the first, uh, the first outlet within the United States to introduce you to the OCO app. And they will also be at the exhibit booth and, um, Mikkel and, and his partners are looking forward to meeting all of us and answering all the questions they just recently relocated to New York City so that they can make the app as best as it, as good as it can be for those of us using it here in the U.S. So please check them out in the exhibit hall as well. All right. Thank you, Liz. Diane, who is up next? Okay. We have Jane T. and Liz Botner. 
I think that was just them. Who's after that? Um, I don't see anyone else, actually. Oh, Jane Saw. All right, so that means we have some folks up in Clubhouse. Hi, Jane. Uh, actually, we, <sighs> we don't have anybody in Clubhouse right now. All right, well, let me ask you guys, you ladies, what are you looking forward to for convention? Anything that we've heard so far, or anything that hasn't been mentioned that you think should deserves a shout out, Jane? Uh, I, I mean... <laughs> Just yeah, I'm putting them too on much the for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be virtual and I'll probably stream some programs as well. But I mean, there's so much to <laughs> take in. <laughs> How about you, Diane? I'm I'm not seeing anyone else. All right. So, Anthony, I'm Jane really excited T. because um, uh, a bunch of us, this is not an official convention oh. thing that we're going to be doing, but it is something that we as a small group will be doing. Uh, and I hope it's okay to talk about this. Please do so. And it will become another Pride Connection episode at some point, or maybe a Sunday edition this time. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, please do. So a bunch of us are going to be jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. We're, we're going skydiving on the 30th of June. Uh, so before the convention starts. Now, I, I must say, Rick Morin, the uh, guy in charge of the audio, is quite concerned that... <laughs> He's like, that if you go flat, nobody will have the device. Yeah. He's like, don't get flattened because we need you to, to pass out the ALDs and stuff. So he's like, just hit the ground in one piece, please. Yes. Point of privilege. My lovely executive producer friend. Um, I just love her so much. Bryn is um, going to be handling the devices. Karen, if you're, you uh, alerted, alluded to it before, will be handling all of the devices. So we are very um, happy for Bryn and happy for ACB that they chose someone so confident. <laughs> Thank you so much. And um, I'm really excited to, to go skydiving with you and, and a smattering of friends. And then afterwards, um, you know, just doing what I can at the convention to assist those who have a hard time hearing um, and if you are one of those folks in your registration, uh, one of the questions is, will you need an assistive listening device? And if the answer is yes, then you and I will become fast friends because I will be coming to refresh your batteries and set your frequency <clears throat> on your ALD device. Um, and then we will also try to schedule a um, sort of a, a crash course on how to use the ALD at some point during the very beginning of convention. Um, so we'll, we'll have a quick session with those of you who need a little extra help getting your ALD set up. Um, so I'm really looking forward to running that part of the convention and then also helping where I can with um, other audio stuff and also assisting Blind Pride International with anything that they might be doing, such as our uh, Monday night open mic. I'll be DJing uh, on, on Monday during the open mic. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I am so so looking forward to all of the great performances that people are putting together for us. Dan, let me do another hand check real quick. I think that I am here, if you're hearing me. I hear yeah. Jane, yes. Okay, so this is Jane, and three things. 
There is not an organization on the planet which has been so deeply concerned, careful, creative, and courageous about reaching out to everybody who would like to participate. It makes me proud. It just truly does. And I wish you all the best. I will not be there in person, but I will be paddling my little canoe up the river of all of the virtual things as best as uh, time allows. But bless you as you recruit more helpers as needed and just celebrate, celebrate all that you are gaining by participating in this ACB 2023 convention. That's what I want you to hear. You are welcome. Jane is such a wonderful, wonderful Sunday edition supporter and friend. Um, thank you for always being here. Um, so I'm going to take another point of privilege. Uh, tomorrow night, the second part of our A Wrinkle in Time discussion, there were some technical <laughs> difficulties and um, we were not able to use all of our time two weeks ago. So we're doing a whole nother hour and a half tomorrow, uh, Monday. Yeah, no, tomorrow night. <laughs> God, my days are all running into each other. Um, please look for your, um, on your daily schedule for that information. Um, I'm just going to refresh everybody. Next Friday, we're doing our Pride Month celebration. Next week on Sunday edition, we will be speaking with Bill Reeder, Jolene Bailey Page, and Colby Garrison, who is our development team. And we're going to be learning about all the work they're doing and how we can help support them in the development activities. I am taking a break from Sunday edition for the month of July. Of course, I will be in Schomburg for the first week. There will be no new programming as far as ECB Media is concerned. But then I have some family coming in to um, to Florida, and I decided after three and a half years, it's time for me to take a couple of weeks off. But I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. On July 16th, Debbie Grubb and a panel of ACB notables will be discussing coalition building, um, uh, all kinds of advocacy issues. And uh, Debbie has lined up an amazing guest speaker. I cannot remember his last name now. His, uh, his first name is Ira. Um, he is uh, visually impaired and he was a major influencer in the civil rights movement um, in the 60s. He is a fascinating speaker. I've heard him and um, you guys are going to be really, really impressed. On uh, the following, what is that, the 23rd? Uh, Tim and Cheryl Cummings are taking over Sunday edition. And the week after that, Ron and Lisa Brooks. Um, like I said, I'm working on that uh, that episode for the first week of August, which will feature Z or XE, as your screen were to say it, Sands. And we'll be going behind the scenes actually where it, of an actual children's narrated book. Ugh. My brain and my tongue are not working well together today. We'll be going behind the scenes. That'll be pre-recorded, And then she'll be live with us on the program to answer all your questions and my questions. And you know, I have some good ones. So that's some stuff to look forward to as far as Sunday edition is concerned. Um, let's do another hand check, Diane. Ron Brooks. Ron, 
oh, I'm working with Ron. I am all over convention and I'm so happy to do so. But I think next year I'm taking convention as a complete consumer. But uh, Ron, welcome back to Sunday. Welcome back to Sunday edition. Hey, good morning or good afternoon. How, how's everybody? Um, just a couple of things. I know that um, you all have had a lot of updates. Um, I wanted to just share a couple of updates on behalf of ACB's uh, transportation and the, uh, and I think uh, Liz already talked about the Pedestrian Environmental Access Committee. We have a lot of programming. Uh, we have a session, and actually, Anthony, you're helping uh, with a session on July 2nd, which is in Schaumburg. That is, that is a hybrid, so you can catch it in person or you can catch it online. Uh, and we'll be talking about uh, equitable paratransit. There are a couple of other sessions that day, including one on transportation in rural communities uh, and also transportation. Uh, there is a session on, um, oh God, I'm blanking out. So anyway, a number of transportation sessions. Oh, uh, transportation post-COVID. Uh, things have changed a lot. And so this is a chance to talk about that. So a lot of cool things. Look at your program, uh, check those out um, and you know, join us if you can. I also wanted to mention on behalf of uh, my organization, Accessible Avenue, uh, we are going to be in the marketplace on Tuesday and Wednesday morning, and we're not selling anything. What we really want to do is just meet people, talk about transportation issues, uh, concerns, questions. And I also want to share some information about a project that we're involved with to help uh, get information on how people navigate to and from uh, transit, what works, what doesn't what tools you use, what you wish you had that you don't have. Uh, this is tied to a major federal research project and we really need a lot of blind consumer participation. So anyway, that, that's pretty much it. And around all that transportation stuff, I'm gonna try to have a lot of fun too. So uh, look forward to seeing all of y'all who are in Schaumburg. Thanks. You're looking forward to taking the reins of Sunday edition at the end of July? Oh, we are. We are brainstorming uh, between Lisa and me uh, how to come up with a great uh, show. Um, so you hang in there. We'll get you uh, an announcement. It'll be fun. And hopefully it'll be uh, informative as well. Great performances last night on karaoke, as always. <laughs> Thanks for Thank coming. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Diane, who's up, if any? There is none. All right. So if anybody wants to say anything about convention or about Sunday edition or about anything cool, throw your hand up real quick. If not, I'm going to end early because I hear our guests out there and I really want to be in the pool. <laughs> so throw those hands up real quick. If not, then Bryn, we're going to get ready to get on up out of here. Going once. I am not seeing anything. All right. Well, we'll be back, like I said, with um, Bill Reader. Uh, Jolene Bailey-Page and Colby Garrison next week. And then we'll be off for two weeks for convention. And then those fine folks that I mentioned will be back for the rest of July. You can always reach Sunday Edition at Sunday Edition AC, all one word, at gmail.com for questions, comments, et cetera, et cetera. I will still be putting out all the announcements so you'll know um, you know, what uh, Tim and Cheryl and, and Ron and Lisa are doing for those weeks. Bryn, what do you have for the fun zone tonight before we go? Um, you know, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm, I'm thinking I may do something for pride, uh, because, uh, this would be a good week for that. Um, so yeah, I, I might play some queer, uh, comedy stuff. If you go to the fun zone, it's F U N Z O N E dot show. Um, I will do that show on Sunday nights, every Sunday from seven until 9 PM central. 
All right. And um, I'm going to do a quick birthday shout out to Herbie, who is our karaoke guru and um, Mac guru. You see him all over the community. Happy, happy birthday, Herbie. Uh, I know you have a show tonight as well. And I hope you like my contribution. All right. That's it for us, folks. Bryn, take us up out of here. You've been listening to Sunday Edition on ACB Media. Stream one. That's American Council of the Blind Media or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Episodes drop every week at 1 p.m. on Sundays. And you can email us at Sunday Edition AC, all one word, Sunday Edition with the letters AC at gmail.com. Let's brunch again together next Sunday.